0: These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. The man jailed over the abduction and rape of an 11-year-old girl at Adamstown's Heights appealed the severity of his sentence on Monday. Brett David Hill believed his 23-and-a-half-year prison sentence was too harsh, with lawyers filing a notice of intention to appeal. The 49-year-old grabbed the girl as she walked to school in June 2018, subjecting her to a five-hour ordeal. As part of a $700 million East End project, work began on the revival of Hunter Street Mall. The Iris Capital Project is one of the largest scale developments in Newcastle for a number of years and is expected to transform the area into a popular shopping destination alongside Charlestown Square or Westfield Katara. Deputy Lord Mayor Declan Clausen said it will restore the all as a vibrant part of the town. Energy giant AGL was ordered to give $100,000 to community projects following environment breaches at its Bayswater and Liddell power stations. In January 2019, the company self-reported using wrong sampling methodology in managing coal ash from the sites. The company entered into an enforceable undertaking with the EPA to provide $82,000 towards air monitoring equipment in the Upper Hunter and a further $18,000 to Singleton Land care towards a weed eradication project. In a statement, AGL said it engaged consultants to confirm there was no risk to human health and is committed to complying with its environmental obligations. A controversial new helipad at Trinity Point Marina was given the green light on Wednesday, despite opposition from Lake Macquarie based community groups. A deal was struck late last year between the developer, council, and the New South Wales Land and Environment Court after restrictions on flight times and movements were agreed upon. Lake Macquarie MP Greg Piper said while he supported the Trinity Point project, he didn't believe the helipad was necessary. And almost 50 hectares of koala habitat was threatened due to a potential quarry expansion in Brandy Hill. An estimated 30% of koala habitat has been destroyed by bushfires and residents feared the expansion could push the population near Port Stephens close to extinction. Port Stephens MP Kate Washington said the state government has to reassess the quarry's impact upon the species or we could lose it. A senior policy advisor to former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull was picked as the head of the Committee for the Hunter to push for more investment in the region. Alice Thompson was appointed Chief Executive of the Committee for the Hunter to start work in March. She arrived with a wealth of experience, having worked in senior roles across all levels of government. And the manager of Newcastle Racecourse led the charge to reuse water from the Burwood Treatment Plant. About 45 megalitres of treated effluent is being discharged into the ocean, which could instead be used to water the city's parched playing fields and gardens. Matt Benson and Meriwether Golf Club lobbied for the change, which would involve building a pipeline to redirect the water seven kilometres to a wetland reservoir in the middle of the Newcastle Racecourse. The project would cost around $50 million and has the backing of major shareholder groups, including Newcastle Council. Recent increases in tolls for caravan and trailer owners on the M2 and M7 motorways sparked criticism from local MPs. Wall's then MP Sonia Hornery was contacted by a number of Hunter motorists who had discovered their vehicles had been reclassified as trucks, increasing their tolls from roughly $16 to nearly $50. She said she wrote to New South Wales Roads Minister Andrew Constance and received a reply Transurban had changed conditions to charge caravan owners a higher rate. On Thursday, a well-known Newcastle personal trainer pleaded guilty to drug supply charges. Police say Matthew Shane Pearce was the head of a major cocaine ring which involved former Knights player Jared Mullen. The Herald reported the matter had been adjourned until next month. And a man was refused bail in Newcastle local court charged with 10 alleged historical child sex offences. Former Hunter Surf life-saving official Robert John Beavis failed to appear in court on Thursday with his lawyers telling Magistrate Robert Stone their client is already in jail, serving a sentence for a prior conviction. The case will return to court in March after the other sentence is completed next month. Osgrid restored power to more than 10,000 homes in the Hunter following Thursday's wild storms. Crews worked through the night to restore power to homes at Karua, Oyster Cove and Salt Ash. Parts of the Hunter received their best daily rainfall in months with more showers and storms throughout the rest of the week. Buller dealer topped the rain list with 78mm on Thursday night, while the Barrington Bonny Doon Weather Station recorded 62mm. More than 10,000 lightning strikes were recorded in the Hunter on Thursday afternoon. A man in his 50s was left in a critical condition following a head-on collision involving a truck and a car at Gilliston Heights near Maitland on Cessnock Road. The male driver suffered a traumatic head injury, cuts to his hands and legs, and suffered a medical episode following the incident. He was transferred to John Hunter Hospital. And in sport, Jets forward Abdil Arroyo started in his first game against Sydney FC since suffering a grade two hamstring tear in December. The Panamanian International only had three sessions back in full training and during the match helped set up Steve Yagagovic's goal. Deans admitted it was a risk playing Arroyo but it worked in their favour. The Tokyo Olympics selection event for the trap and skeet shooters took place at Awaba. The competition continued until Saturday to see who made the cut for the 2020 games. Young Newcastle Knights hooker Luke Huth didn't let his battle with type one insulin-dependent diabetes impact his dream of playing for the NRL. The 20-year-old was considering giving up footy altogether after a bad diabetic hypo attack had left him mentally scarred. Huth said he'd become better at orientating diabetes around his game style and will continue to aim for his first-grade dreams. He's currently in the middle of full-time pre-season training with the squad. After being crowned the youngest winner of Newcastle District Order of Merit and winning the South Australian Junior Amateur Golf Championships last week, Josh Robards had one more event on his list before he studied up for the HSC. The year 12 student had his sights set on retaining his place in the New South Wales team for the Interstate Series to be held at Coinbion in April. Robards said hopefully his win in Adelaide and good performance at the New South Wales Junior Open would get him a spot. Australian defending motorcycle champion Pablo Goncalves died taking part in his 13th DACA rally on Tuesday. Fellow racer and former hunter rider Toby Price said he was deeply affected by the 40 year old's death, who finished Sunday's stage in tears. And on Wednesday, the Jets named Ash Wilson as the new interim head coach ahead of their W League match against Melbourne on Saturday. Wilson said not much would change with her as head coach.